Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Mark Haywood alongside David Lee of Mach 1 Financial Group. He is a retirement income planning specialist serving you in Northwest Arkansas. Find him online at mock-1financial.com. That's mock-1financial.com. Or you could reach out and call the office 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. And with that, David, hello and welcome into the show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? Always good to be with you. Excited to be back here with you here in the fall. It's one of my favorite times of year. It's fair season. It's football season. It's finally getting a little cooler. All the things are coalescing into just a magical time of year. (laughs) (laughs) It would be even more magical if the Razorbacks were a little bit better this year, but they're improving, and that's all we can ask this year. We're kind of in a rebuilding year for football here. Yes, yes. My Tar Heels at the University of North Carolina are... Well, I wish they'd be a little bit better too, but they are not improving and they are not rebuilding. So hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the response is to tear down and start over, <laughs> but something needs to change because they are bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it and I try to get to games as often as I can anyway. It's what it's about, right? It's college football. That's you have right. your team. That's right. So That's right. If you're the Arkansas fan in the office, I know Kyle, your colleague, must be giving you all sorts of trash talk because Auburn is having a good year in football so oh yeah yeah he likes Arkansas too he got his master's from Arkansas his undergrad from Auburn so he pulls for Arkansas except for when they're playing the Razorbacks <laughs> then he's all in for Auburn okay but he didn't give us too much trash talk the other day when Auburn beat us I think he feels sorry for us this year because <laughs> it is kind of a I guess you'd say a rebuilding year a, for the Razorbacks a bum year you might say well that's good to see Kyle's playing nice in the SEC podcast of course you can hear Kyle Alexander and Matt Walters on other podcasts with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. We'll feature them in other podcasts along the way. Look out for their podcast as well. David, let's jump right into it today with a bit of news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, we do love to see what's going on in the world around us, and hopefully we can apply some of that news to our finances, our personal financial situation. David, the national debt clock has now surpassed 21.4 trillion dollars. Now, I say 21.4 trillion dollars, but by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be more than that. At what point does the debt become a problem? Well, that, that's a million dollar question, or maybe a trillion dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> we, my personal opinion is that as long as the U.S. remains the world reserve currency, it's not as big of an issue as if we weren't the world's reserve currency. Now, having said that. Debt is always an issue for a household or for government. Right now, as of last year anyway, debt to GDP ratio is 105%. So in other words, if you make $100,000 a year and you've got $100,000 of debt, your debt to income ratio is 100%. So at $21 trillion of debt, our debt to GDP ratio, think of GDP as our country's current total income, our debt is 105% of our GDP. Wow. So that's a problem. As recently as 2008, it was 67% debt to GDP ratio. So you can see it's getting worse, not better over time. At what point does it become insurmountable? I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question. But what I do know is that if the economy continues to grow, a growing income, if you will, solves a lot of problem, right? If you make $100,000 and you've got $100,000 of debt and you get 
a raise or some great job and you double your income to 200000 well, now you're just by virtue of your pay raise, your debt to income ratios drop to 50%. So one way of solving the problem is by growing the economy. And I like a lot of the things the Trump administration is doing in terms of tax reduction. Counterintuitively, when you reduce taxes, oftentimes you grow the economy because people are incentivized to take more risk and to try to get more income and the economy grows. So I like a lot of things the Trump administration is doing in terms of reducing taxes, reducing regulation, fighting to get better trade deals and bring back jobs and income back to the United States. That in and of itself is like, if you will, getting a pay raise for the country, causing GDP to go up. But we've got to keep our spending under control at the same time. We've got to figure out ways to cut that debt and not just increase the income. I don't have a solid answer for you. I don't know that anyone does have an answer for you as far as at what point does it become a problem. But I can tell you this, it's right on that threshold of becoming a major, major problem, right on the cusp of where, you know, if we can keep the economy going and keep spending under control, we can really get that debt to GDP ratio under control, especially if the politicians will have enough courage to do something about Social Security and Medicare and figuring out how to change some of those programs to where they don't just continue to put the country into deeper and deeper debt. But yeah, it is a problem now. It is becoming a bigger problem every year. I hope and pray that we'll be able to get it turned around by growing the economy primarily and secondarily by controlling spending. A big part of controlling spending is, as I mentioned, getting Medicare and Social Security under control. Certainly an interesting conversation and certainly one that continues to play out. I mean, we've been talking about the national debt for years now, and so I'm sure that we'll continue that conversation in the future, but always good to have your thoughts and to have you unpack that a little bit for us. Let's move on now to story time. I want you to tell us about a time when someone said to you, if only I'd met you sooner. So tell us about a time when someone said, if only I'd met you sooner. Yeah, I mean... To be perfectly honest with you, I hear that all the time. And typically in this situation, someone comes in the door, they've heard good things about us because of word of mouth in the community, or maybe they've just driven up and down Walton Boulevard, they've seen our sign, or they've seen our billboard, and they think, gosh, I do need to get my retirement plans in order. I have no idea if I have enough money to retire or not, or if I'm just going to have to work the rest of my life. And finally, they just say, you know, I'm tired of procrastinating this. I'm just going to make the call and come in and set an appointment and sit down and talk with them. Frequently, when they come in the first time, they feel like they're way behind. I hear that all the time. People come in, they're like, you know, we're probably just wasting your time. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough assets. We waited too long to plan or whatever. All these common themes that you hear. And then what I'll do is I'll tell them, hey, you know, without even having seen their financial situation, Regardless of whether you are behind or whether you're not behind, you've at least taken the first important step. You know, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step, as they say. You've taken that first step to do something about it by simply being here. So then we'll begin to unpack slowly their situation, figure out what they have, if anything, in terms of 401ks, IRAs, Roth IRAs, other savings. And then we'll begin to put a plan in place. It begins with our retirement analysis, which you've heard before on this program, if you've been listening for any length of time, we'll plug in a host of variables having to do with what their future income sources are going to be, such as Social Security or pensions, what their current savings are, if any, as well as how much they're putting into those savings on a monthly basis. And then 
those inputs plus a host of others that I don't have time to discuss here today will be able to allow us to make a realistic projection into the future to say, well, okay, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, if you're going to retire at age 62 or whatever the age is, here's what the future looks like at different rates of return. And then we can work backwards to figure out what minor course corrections need to be made in terms of how much they're saving each month, in terms of what kind of rate of return, therefore risk they're going to have to take or not have to take, in terms of what's the optimal time they should take Social Security and so forth. Once we plug all that in, most people end up seeing that they're not nearly as far behind as they may have thought they were, or in many cases, they're even ahead of schedule, whereas they wouldn't have dreamed that they were possibly ahead of schedule. So I can't tell you the number of times where I've heard people after having come in and sat through that process and seen the analysis and the projection for their their own future, they end up frequently saying, I wish I had done this sooner. I wish I hadn't procrastinated. I feel so much better now than I did coming in the door. And in situations where we do see people that are behind schedule, truly are behind schedule, even they end up saying, I wish I'd met you sooner because at least now I know what I need to do. I know how much I need to be saving per month. And I know that it's not an insurmountable problem. I can see that this is a very solvable problem. A very specific example, had a young lady that was middle-aged, had a child that was just getting ready to start college, felt like she was very far behind, didn't know how she was going to afford college. We simply ended up helping her develop a budget and a plan to live within. And here she is a year later in much better shape. I mean, you could even see it in her countenance and the way she looks. She looks much less stressed and she's got a hope and a plan for the future. So I hear that all the time. I wish I'd met you sooner. I wish I'd come in sooner. I wish I hadn't been afraid of this process. And that's certainly why we emphasize David on this podcast all the time. The time to start planning for retirement is right now. And if folks are listening to this and they've had questions as we've talked about debt or talking about, you know, waiting till it's too late, if they're thinking, man, I've waited a little longer than I'd like to, or I've been procrastinating this, I need to get on the ball. What does it look like for somebody to come in and sit down with you and Kyle and Matt and just visit with the team for a bit? What does it look like to get help with their finances? Yeah, it just looks like calling the office, setting up a time. Typically, a first visit will take anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half where we'll try to get to know you a little bit, understand who you are, not just you know what your retirement future looks like, but who you are, what your goals are, what's important to you. And then as well as doing that, we'll figure out a unique plan that's uniquely tailored to you based on your unique situation in life, where you are at that point, whether you've got a lot of retirement savings or a little, and we'll help develop that plan step-by-step for you to show you the concrete steps you need to take to get yourself in position to be on track to achieve your retirement goals, whatever they may be. Most people find that it's a very comfortable process. They come in the door thinking that it's going to be this very painful thing, and they're going to hear a lot of things they don't want to hear, when in fact, the vast majority of the time, they end up seeing that they're in better shape than they thought they were. So I encourage you to do it. Even if you think that you're going to get a bad answer or bad results, or you're going to see something that you don't want to see, don't go through life with your head stuck in the sand, I guess is how I would put it. Make sure that you sit down with me or with someone to unpack what that looks like and figure out what the concrete steps are so that you'll be prepared for that eventual retirement one day. If you'd like to reach out to the team at Mach 1 Financial Group, you can call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. 
Don't hesitate. Come in and get a complimentary review of your situation. Just call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. Well, for David, I'm Mark Haywood, and this is the Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.